Welcome back to another episode of the Inspired Babes Let's Chat podcast. So today I had my friend Becca Hayes on, and it was such an amazing episode. It flowed really well. The energy was amazing. The conversation was so powerful and relevant to what's going on in the world right now. And you know, something I love about Becca is that she is very passionate about speaking truth, right? And owning her voice. And I think that in the world today with what is going on, um, more people are speaking truth. More people are not just sitting back and complying and just doing things because they don't want to ruffle feathers, right? They're, people are actually speaking up and saying, no, this doesn't align with me. It's not okay. And they're going against what everybody else is doing. But as we all start doing that one at a time, it's going to keep rippling as the collective in time, things will stop because we're not complying. And I truly believe that, right? You know, I feel like in life, we we kind of are conditioned just to kind of just keep doing what you're told, just keep doing what you're told. And in the end, that gets you nowhere, right? It leaves you with a life where you are unfulfilled, where you're in a career that you hate and a relationship that you dislike. And then you're old and you're thinking, what the fuck did I just do with my life? Right? But you notice those people that aren't just complying in life. Those are people that are speaking truth and that have the most fulfilling lives, right? They're in amazing relationships. They're creating this adventure in relationships and in their jobs and in their lives. They're going against what everybody else is doing, right? And again, I've seen this. I've seen this happened so much more the past year with more people not just sitting back. And that to me is inspiring, right? And so today it was just a great episode around around knowing your rights, that you do have a voice and that it's good to speak your truth. If there's a If there's something pulling you, if you have a gut feeling on something, if something doesn't feel right, it most likely isn't, right? And to just listen to that, get tapped into that, right? So today we touched on that. We touched on her, Becca's love life. And Becca used to be a host on iHeartRadio here in Utah. And she talks about her experience with getting let go. Um, she shares that and we talked about sex and, you know, it was just, it was a fun episode. So, you know, just buckle up for this amazing, amazing episode. And again, be sure to go follow Becca Hayes on social media and also, um, you know, subscribe to her podcast because it's super entertaining, but again, it has a lot of value. And then I would love it if you went over to Apple podcast and subscribe to mine. When you subscribe, That way you will get notified every time I have a new podcast rolling out, which is weekly. And then, you know, obviously write a review and share this in your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories with your friends and family and tag me in it. And I would appreciate that so, so much. So let's get ready for this amazing episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Inspire Babes Let's Chat podcast. And I have Becca Hayes here. 
What up, girl? Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> I am beyond excited to have you here tonight. I'm excited to be here in your wonderful studio. It's gorgeous, by the way. Thanks, honey. And I love the, uh, what do we got, doTERRA oils going yep. right now? We got doTERRA oils oh going. Oh my gosh, I feel so relaxed. You do? Yeah, I don't even think it's the wine. I think I, it's your oil. It's not the wine at all. Yeah, it's no, not the No. No? <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I feel like the last time I saw you was July? Was it my Fourth uh, of July barbecue where all the injuries went down? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I like broke my ankle and, and my girl That's right. and Blair ripped her ACL. Like we did this within twenty minutes of each other. Yeah, it was it was a okay. rowdy party. I, I think I left by the time. Oh yeah, you did. You did. Yes. We yeah, you left before the festivities. Oh my God! The drunk festivities. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's fine. Dang yeah. it! I'm really sad I missed out. We'll, we'll, we'll do another one this year. Don't we worry. Okay. Yeah, just hopefully I don't break anything this time. Just don't let me don't don't let me play volleyball volleyball or soccer hey, while I've been drinking. I'm not. I won't. Yeah, I won't. It's do it. not a good idea <laughs> at all. Uh -uh, that doesn't sound like the best idea. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And then the time before that, I was actually on your podcast. That's right, my mm -hmm. old podcast. Your older yes, your older podcast. Mm -hmm. You have a new podcast called the Becca Hayes Show. That's right, and it is like on fire. You are on fire. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, girl, and it's entertaining as fuck. Really, you love it? It's I mean, nice. I think it's funny, but I mean, a little biased. It is amazing. <laughs> no, seriously, I love it. And then you have it on YouTube too, right? Yeah. So it's YouTube's. It is on YouTube. We are a little behind on the videography on the YouTube part, just because um, I got banned a couple times from YouTube. Oh, yeah, so I can't even post right now because mm -hmm. I posted that video of the frontline doctors. Uh, what oh, was her name? Yes, I can't even think of her name right now. Oh shoot. Anyways, amazing. All she was doing yeah. is just giving information, other information that obviously the mainstream media isn't allowing you to see. Mm -hmm. And she's just saying, hey, this is what's really up. And this is actually, this this vaccine isn't even being, you know, tested properly. Mm -hmm. Like it's already released. Like, just like, hey, here's caution. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you know the, the, the real facts. Right. And it's like 45 minutes long. And I got banned a couple of times because I, I got banned once because I posted it. And so then I was like, the stubborn me, the Taurus in me was like, fuck this. And so <laughs> then I, I took it off and then I reposted it, but I put it under a different name. Okay. Because I was like, in the beginning, I, I put it under as frontline doctors, what you need to know about COVID vaccines. Mm. Of course, it got flagged right away. Of course. So then I was like, hmm, what can get I create? I was like, this doctor's got something to say. You all should listen. <laughs> And it lasted. It, did. it lasted for like a couple weeks. It didn't okay. get flagged. Wow. Started getting views. And sure enough, I got flagged. And now I'm banned from YouTube for I don't know how long YouTube bans you. I've been shadow banned from Instagram. I've been shadow you oh, from Facebook. Yeah. It's it's a it's really rough, especially when you're trying to grow your business. And it yeah. sucks because it's like you either behave mm -hmm. and you know, and then you can possibly grow your business or you can struggle mm -hmm. and try to get your stuff, you know, seen. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's hard. It's yeah. really hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we are on YouTube. I mean, yeah. you know, it's Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, like the podcast obviously is on all major platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so Facebook or sorry, YouTube is just going to take probably another week before we can get all the rest of the I think we're probably six or seven episodes behind on that because I keep getting oh, wow. banned. Yeah. Oh my God. Damn you. <laughs> well, and Matt, you know, Matt works with me. Yes. He's my, my co-host and like, he keeps getting mad at me. He's like, Becca, seriously, can you stop? <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. 
can't. I gotta fight. Yeah. I, I gotta live for something. It's yeah. just I I have a hard time um being told what to do. I've always had that personality. Mm. Like uh, yeah. Well, that's what I admire about you is that you are a stand for truth and for owning your voice. And you're not backing down, especially with what's going on in the world, right? Mm -hmm. I think everyone just complies with the masks and mm -hmm. with, oh, we got to get a vaccine and, oh, let's stay six feet apart. Just the whole fucking nightmare, right? Logical yes. nightmare, yes. Yeah. And you are out there and you're like, I don't fucking care. Like you, I mean, you even, you even had a situation at the, your, your son's basketball. Yeah. Lehigh Legacy Center. Yeah. Uh, try to kick, well, they try to kick all three of us out after I refused to leave because I was only one parent per son. And I had my other at the time four-year-old with me mm -hmm. and I'm a single parent and I tried to bring him into the game and they're like, Nope, he can't come in. I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to get a freak. And this is right when I got let go from my heart radio. So I already don't want to pay for a sitter. Well, yeah. I mean, why should I, I no. shouldn't have to like, mm -hmm. it's a family thing, but it doesn't make sense. You can go to Walmart or target or whatever. And you have all these people like intermixing and being not six feet apart. Yeah. And Every, you know, all around each other, but that I can't have my other son with me sitting next to me. And this is the time that we both, that I was complying with the mask. Yeah. That I was complying that I was just like, you know what, whatever, I'm just going to do it because I don't want to like, I don't want to cause a scene. I don't right. want to, you know, there's a lot of reasons why actually a lot of people, you know, still comply with the mask that, yeah. you know, they really don't want to, but they're just doing it because they're like, oh, it's going to pass over. I'm just going to, you know, just do this until it's done, which isn't well, the case. No. And well, I mean, I don't think that, but mm -hmm. So yeah, so we were both wearing masks. We got our temperature ch checked and everything, and we still couldn't sit next to each other. Like, what the fuck? That's yeah. insane to me. So yeah, so I got I well, I refused, and then they, you know, they brought reinforcement and stopped the whole basketball game and kicked us out. Holy <laughs> yeah. Shit. So after that, that was a big um, eye opener for me. That was a turning point, and that mm -hmm. was when I knew I I had a wasn't just for me. It was for my kids, yeah. for my boys to see me, you know, to, to stand up for what I believe in and yeah. not back down. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. yeah. And I think as a parent, that is powerful to stand in that, mm -hmm. to stand in that truth. Right. Yeah. Because these little kids is, are, are sponges. Oh yeah. They're, they, they'll remember that moment. I paused a scene. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't doing it to get publicity or anything like that. I was not. doing it because yeah this isn't right. Mm -hmm. Like when you're trying to break, when you're trying to break families apart, like that's a family event. Mm -hmm. You know, we, that was something that you could go. And I was paying for this as well. It's not like it was a free thing. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm paying for my son to play, have a, a basketball league at the legacy center. Mm -hmm. And that I should be able to bring my, my younger child, his brother to that mm -hmm. game and watch his brother play. Yeah. Like it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. There's no logic. Mm -mm. That's not, and that, that video went viral, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like up to 20. Yeah. Yeah, that got me shadow banned a little bit too. <laughs> it's like, it's funny. I mean, there's a lot of videos that I posted that I'm just like, yeah. oh, I just can't help myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's got like over like 20,000 views. It's insane. Holy yeah. Shit. It was like reshared re a million times. I shared it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody did. And, mm -hmm. you know, I got after that video, people didn't even like recognize me from the radio. They recognized me from that video. It's actually really funny. It's comical yeah. because it was shared all over. Like people in Florida were telling my girl Blair about it. They're like, Blair's like, people are like, you're friends with Becca. Like these are my friends no in Florida. Way. And then like same in Arizona yeah. and like all these other states. It's just, it's so interesting. Mm. And, but it was, it's cool that people shared it. 
Yeah. And I think that's what we need to do. I think the best thing is to be an example. Mm -hmm. um, when people see you not wear a mask, it, it triggers something in their mind. And they're like, wait a minute, she's not wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm going to try that next time. Yeah. And they're, and they build up this courage mm -hmm. and you know, they have that, you know, they're brave and they yeah. do it. Like I had a lady after that uh, video went viral, I was in target and I didn't, I don't wear a mask in target. Like they offer you a mask in Target. I just say, oh, I'm good. No, thanks. Or I have one in my hand. Yeah. And I was like, I got one. I never put it on. I, I don't even do like the whole putting it under my chin. I don't even get to that point. But, you know, I'll hold it in my hand. Like, yeah, I got one. Right. And I don't ever like let it go touch my face. Mm -hmm. Um. And but I mean, I've never had a problem in Target. Like none of the associates came to me and said, you have to put a mask on. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I feel safe in Target for the most part. Yeah. But I had a lady after she came and gave me a hug and she was like, had teary eyed. And she goes, just thank you so much for being that example. And mm -hmm. she's like, I'm so scared not to wear a mask. Wow. And she goes, but because I saw you today, I'm not, I'm going to start being that example. And I just, and that's what it is. That's the domino effect. Absolutely. I mean, just, it's just the same thing as wearing a mask. You know, people see that and then they, they, they have that fear. I mean, I still have PTSD. When I go into certain stores like Smith's Marketplace, I know that they don't harass you there. Mm -hmm. I still feel like someone's going to come behind me. Yeah. Like when I hear them like moving quickly behind me, mm -hmm. like that's so messed up. Why do I have this fear? I shouldn't have this fear. Oh, it's horrible. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then people, you know, the, you know, some people have that mentality where it's like, you know what? I don't want to be that person. I don't want to cause a scene. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to do as I'm told. I'm just going to get yeah. through this, even though they don't believe in the mask. Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. But that's also saying something, right? That's also saying that you're, you know, you believe in the mask. When you yeah. don't say something, you still are saying something. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've had people say like, there's just all this craziness going on and I've heard all these things and I know all these things, but there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. And it's like, no way. You yeah, there is. Just, you can't just sit back. Like, no, there well, is. Exactly. I mean, I, this is a prime example. I One person in history, Rosa Parks. Mm -hmm. What did she do? She refused to get off the bus. Yeah. She was one person and look what that started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you think about that and then like, you know, I gave a speech at, um, Eric Musos. Uh, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Amazing activist. And he put on the documentary. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the documentary. Um, hang on. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Pull it up. What is that documentary? Oh yes. Thank you. Uh, non-essential. So, okay. which I think he's going to start releasing soon, but he's going around like even other states and he's, you know, helping people gather and, you know, he's going to these movie theaters that need help because they're not releasing new movies oh, yeah. and these movie theaters are just dying. And so he's going to these movie theaters and he's like, Hey, I, you know, obviously we'll have like a donation bucket that he brings around to help with these, you know, donate to these movie theaters or whatever venues that we can get. And he plays this non-essential documentary, which he's helped create. Mm. It's an amazing documentary. Ooh, I want to watch it. And he invited me to that documentary. I think it was in Price, Utah, just a few weeks ago. And I, he asked me to speak at it and I, and I spoke at it. And I said, that was like one of the things is like, everybody has a little Rosa Parks in us and we just need to let that out. We need to let that shine, and we need to be that example. Being an example is just so strong. You don't have to say a word. It's just people seeing you without that mask. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and I think, too, as one person does it, the other does it, it's like it's as a collective. Yes. Energetically, more people are going to just start catching on, right? It's just 
if you want to talk about energy, that's just how it works. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's powerful. The more we, the more we do it. And, um, but I feel like at least for me in the past, and I still struggle with this sometimes is it's like, okay, what are my rights? What are, you know, cause I think people just think that they have to do it because they're told they're going to get fined all these things. But yet mm-hmm. I know you had somebody on that was a master at the Utah, specifically Utah, the code. Yeah. She, Oh, she's amazing. I need to listen to that. One. She, Oh, she's so Alina is her name. Okay. And she is, she literally took the time to go through all the codes and say, mm-hmm. guess what? You have so many rights. You don't even realize that mm-hmm. these businesses are violating your rights. Mm-hmm. These private owned businesses are mm-hmm. actually discriminating against people with medical conditions. There's mm-hmm. one right there. Yeah. Legally, you have to have, if you're going to tell a person to put a mask on in your store before they come into your store, mm-hmm. you need to actually legally have a physician at that door saying, Yes, they're going to have to, if you, so if you go in, you're like, okay, I'm exempt from wearing a mask because yes. I have medical conditions. I've had first, them. yeah, first of all, they can't ask you what your medical conditions are mm-hmm. because what, that's HIPAA laws, right? right. It's violating HIPAA. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, they're not even allowed to ask you to put that mask on, especially if you say that you have medical issues, they're discriminating against you because you ha- they have to have a physician out there, that door to check you out, to say, you can wear a mask, you can't wear a mask. They don't have that physician a person just saying, please put a mask on is not a physician. No, no. So legally that is a discrimination. So there's a lot of discrimination lawsuits that are being filed right now. Um, but yeah, she breaks it down. Like we don't realize like all the rights that we have, like these are mandates. These aren't laws Mm. and people because of the scarcity and because of you know, the far left and I mean, even the right, like, I mean, I don't believe I'm to the point where I'm like, I, I was a Republican mm-hmm. and I still, I guess I am, but I'm not like a Republican, a Democrat. I'm just like, who is a good person? Exactly. Because I mean, there's fraud in both sides. There is. That's there the really thing. is. Mm-hmm. And it's just because you're a Republican. I don't even know if I'm going to trust you. Like I, no. it, it doesn't mean anything to me. All it does right now is divide us. And that's, as a country, we need to stop being so divided and come together. And that's the only, that's the only way that we're going to be able to combat this and actually have our voices heard is when we come together and stop this stupid pettiness and this petty fighting, Mm -hmm. you know, we are, we, the people, not we, the government, and we forget who's controlling who. And right now we're giving all the government power because we're scared Mm -hmm. and that's control. And then next, you know, it, we're walking into a camp. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That freaks me out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's very extreme. I get it. Some people get really upset when I do that comparison to Nazi Germany, but Uh, where did that start? Yeah. I'm sorry. Where did it start? It it wasn't, it wasn't, the Jews weren't targeted because they were Jews. They were small business owners. They're, they were very, they were professional. They were profitable and they were targeted because of their business owners, not because of religion. And next, you know it, then they, they started to sh- have to show papers. Then they had to wear stars on their, on their, um, on their jackets. And it, it, it was a slow progression. And people don't realize it's like it starts somewhere and then look where it ended up. It didn't just happen overnight. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, and it's an extreme comparison, but we're starting with masks. Next, it's man- and mandatory vaccinations oh hell, yeah. that haven't even been tested, really. And that are, I mean, numerous, um, th- numerous things are happening to people that are getting these vaccinations. Bell's palsy is one of them. Uh, there's a few other things. Obviously, 
women that are pregnant. I mean, I guess that they advise women not to get it if they're pregnant. I don't know, but for some reason, pregnant women are volunteering because they, they want to be brave and oh they're having um, stillbirths, miscarriages. I mean, there's so many things like it, it's actually, they're, they're saying that it's actually changing the DNA mm-hmm. and RNA yep. and like, it, it's insane. And, and it blows my mind that people are lining up to get this vaccination yeah. with a survival rate of 99.6%. Why do we have a vaccination in the first place? This is not the pandemic. Mm -mm. This is a cover up. And I really, I mean, this is a whole nother podcast, but I think this is a cover up for the sex trafficking, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Because that's our real pandemic. Yep. I agree with you on that. I 100% agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people are just, again, complying and they're not doing their research. They're not, I mean, I've done a lot of research, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's easy not to think, right? Yeah. It's easy. It's it's the easiest way. Mm-hmm. And 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 you're going, you know, you're going with the flow. Yeah. It takes courage to stand up for your beliefs. It takes courage to be a free thinker. Mm-hmm. I mean, the free thinkers are the ones that are, you know, really they got the magnifying glass on. Oh yeah. It's, you know, people don't want the free thinkers. Mm-hmm. They don't. No. Government doesn't want free thinkers. Mm-hmm. They don't. It's so, it blows my mind. It really blows my mind. And I am, I, I've had a few run-ins at like Harmon's or Cubby's oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'll tell them, I'll say I'm exempt. And they'll say, well, you still have to, you still have to put it on. And I go, no, I actually don't have to put it on. And they're like, well, even you if you say exempt, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Ooh, and she, she sent a manager over. Who, where was this at? Harmon's. Yeah, I don't. I don't shop at Harmons yeah. anymore. They don't get my business. Yeah, I don't shop at Costco anymore. You That's don't get right. my business if you harass me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I yeah, I don't. I don't buy the whole. I'm just doing my job anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of businesses, corporations, Walmart, including. I, I'm not a big fan of Walmart, but I will say this: they know what they can and can't do. Yeah, and there's a reason why they're not harassing you at Walmart because they know that they're going to have lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Home Depot's, I think Home Depot is like up there with the like harassing people to put masks on, but I think they're starting to realize uh, we're actually we could be in deep water if people actually start using their their brains. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah, so there there are some businesses that are realizing. Wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe we should. We just. I mean, whatever. Put the mask out or the mask sign out. Whatever. Right. I get it. I get it. You're scared. I get it that you probably have you know, you have family that you need to feed and take care of. I get that. But you don't need to like tell your employees to harass your customers. Right. And if, and when this mask thing goes away, which I really do think it is, I think people are really getting sick of it. I'm Mm -hmm. starting to see people really start to stand up for themselves. And I think it's so awesome. I mean, gosh, they just came out with double masking. What the fuck? Oh my God. I literally, I'm waiting to see double masking, (laughs) but I think that, but I'm great. I'm glad though. Because when does it get to a point where it's just like, what? And I think what they start, what do they start saying? That they're going to start swabbing assholes now? (laughs) Like really though, you know how they have the drive-through swabbing for COVID? Mm -hmm. Now you're just going to stick your ass out the window and they're just going (laughs) to stick a swab up there. And then people will do it. Yeah. I mean, I hope you get to pick your size. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. So here's the deal. So if let's say people go into the store. They say they're not going to wear a mask and they start getting harassed. Mm-hmm. What can people do? Obviously leave, right? Because I mean, or stay like, what would you suggest for people with knowing people's rights? Like mm-hmm. how can we get people and even myself, right? Like walk in and speak that truth. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, in this would be a good podcast to listen to. Like I have Alina, what I was okay, talking about. So listen she to listened to Alina. I don't know. I think it's podcast episode three, four or something like that. It's about Utah rights or knowing your rights. I think it's like law, liberty, something. Okay. Um, but she breaks it down. I mean, obviously, if you can have time, which I suggest, you know, it's your freedom we're talking about. Go through and know your rights. Know what to say because of when that, you know, comes about. Okay. Um, she said take the time, like, you know, obviously don't, you don't want to be combative. You don't want to be like aggressive. You don't want to be like, if you do all this stuff, like that's not cool. Cause then they can call the cops yeah. and it can get serious and you don't want that. So, you know, be respectful, mm -hmm. always be respectful. Number one, of course. And you would want to be like, you know what, this is actually discrimination. You know, if you know what they're like, if you have a medical issue, that's going to be discrimination. If they're trying to make you wear a mask and you have PTSD or some sort of something that you don't even have to, you know, mm -mm. enclose, like you don't have to tell them that, but you could be like, this is discrimination. I just want you to know that, like, just be very respectful and tell them. And then later on, if you want to go and like go through the Utah codes or whatever state you're in, mm -hmm. um, go through it. And then you call the owner. If you want to take this time, call the owner and be like, Hey, I want to talk to the manager or the owner, whatever. And be like, I just want you to be aware of this. Because that's what Alina is doing. She's literally taking the time. Bless her. I just think it's so awesome. She's taking, she, and she's like a single mom with like four kids and like, and she's in like law school or something, something crazy. Like it, I'm like, I don't, I don't even do half the stuff you do. And you're finding times to be this like Patriot. Like it's insane. Like the, the measures she's going and she's got affidavits like that she's written out for people that has, that have had these run in incidents. Yeah, if you go to her face, I can't, Elena Richardson Davidson. I can't, I can't remember, but um, I can give you her name if people want to re yeah. reach out on her and Facebook. I'll link it. Yeah. Yeah. You should put her Facebook because she's got like the affidavit uh, links, especially for people in Utah that they can click on that link and then they can fill out an affidavit and then she takes it to the courts. Okay. She does all of this for you. All you have to do is just fill out what you've been just what's happened to you. Like for me, I would talk about the legacy center and I talk about Costco, how I bought my groceries and they made me return them after I purchased them because I wouldn't put a mask on. And I obviously canceled my membership with Costco and, you know, told them to go pound sand in a nice way. Right. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a lot of things. So my suggestion is obviously like, if you can get familiar with the codes of whatever state you're in, and let them know kindly what what's going on. And I think if they have enough people telling them, they'll take a look into it and be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I still, I can put the mask thing out, like mask or mandate, go with it, whatever. But don't tell your employees to give your customers a hard time because those customers are going to remember when the mask mandates go away. They're going to remember how they were treated. Yep. And I, there's, let me tell you right now, my loyalty is with a few stores right now. And I will never forget that they treated me the way they did mm -hmm. positive in a good way. Mm -hmm. Um, IFA is one of them. I love that farm store. Yeah. They, yeah. from the get go, they're like, no, we don't require you to wear masks. They just refused. That's so, cool. and there's a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of other businesses that are out there. Cause it's like these other businesses, like what well, everybody's doing. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. They're not. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people I've gotten to know a lot of restaurant owners I mean, restaurants are like just dying and it's so sad. A lot of these will never make a comeback Yeah, and it's heartbreaking mm -hmm. because of the stupid mask oh, mandate so sad. and the six feet apart bullshit. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to sense, I mean, you stand six feet apart in, in an airport, but when you board the airline, I know what <laughs> it the literally fuck? makes no sense. <laughs> okay. Let's, it doesn't. 
No. Yeah. yeah. I know. This is ridiculous. So what do you, how do you handle with your kids going to school? Cause um, it's required at school. So that is a really good question. So yeah. prior to me, again, like I told you, I used to just wear the mask just to appease people. Mm-hmm. So obviously they were enrolled already and it's really hard. Um, with my ex-husband and I, because we share custody. Yeah. So he's more of a, let's just do it to get it or whatever. That's yeah, how he has it. that mentality. So it's really hard to fight him on that because if I were to pull him out of school, we'd have to fight and go to court and stuff like that. Oh shit. Okay. So it would turn into something that I don't have the strength and energy right now because of, you know, my new show that I'm building in the end, like just trying to provide for my kids right now. And so that's something that I haven't tackled yet. The, the good thing is, though, because they're so young, they only go for two hours. Oh. And, yeah, because they're in kindergarten and preschool. And so I haven't experienced the full day. Okay. Now, next year, when my son is goes to first grade, if there still is a mask thing, I don't know if I can let him wear it all day. And the, and the great thing about, I mean, obviously, I'm in Utah County. It's a little bit more lax than Salt Lake's, you know, area. But the great thing is the teachers don't make them pull it up over their nose, mm-hmm. which is really great. So I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I've talked to the teachers and like at, at recess, they don't make them wear masks in the, you know, the playground. It's pretty lax at our school. Oh, really? Which is really okay. good. Yeah. But yeah. I just, yeah, next year I, I'm really praying that there's no mask mandate because I don't know if I can, oh. I'm going to have to freaking learn how to homeschool. And if I have to homeschool, oh my, my kid's fucked. Literally. He's hey. not going to learn how to spell, yeah. talk. I mean, <laughs> hey. Oh my God. Listen, I literally, Hey, I, because of all the, the guidelines that the Jordan school district had, I was homeschooling Blakely. I said, that's right. I thought I saw that in your stories. I was like, bless her. Bless her. And then we're doing a co-op with, with my four-year-old with five other moms. So it's kind of like, we're so a, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you do it, girl. Mm, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I was doing the homeschool for three months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was such a great experience bonding with her. And I loved it. But I hit a point where I thought, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't. And it was so hard because of, in my mind, I know what the masks can do to little kids when they're wearing them. Oh, all yeah. day. Well, and the How? brain's not fully developed. No. Like there's so many worse things so to them than things. us. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, anyways, so after doing it for three months, I'm mm-hmm. like, I just can't do this. And I feel like it's been really good for her. She mm-hmm. struggled for a few weeks with the masks. And I said, listen, I said, you get to be responsible for your well-being. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling like you can't breathe, just pull the mask down. Get That's creative. what I tell my boys. Yeah. Yep. And if they ask you, just put it back up and then put it back down. Go to the bathroom. Do whatever you have to do to just keep taking that off. I said, because again, if it's taking you out of learning and you're getting disconnected because you're so focused on the mask, you get to tell your teacher. Be in communication, you know? And she's like, okay. So ever since then, she's gotten creative. And every day she's like, mom, I didn't wear my mask all the way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so bad. <laughs> yes. So I just think that it's like, it's abuse having these kids it wear is. these masks. And it does. And it's not just your mental health. It's, mm-hmm. or excuse me, it's not just your physical health. It's your mental. Yeah. It's almost doing more things to your mental health, these oh, little yeah. kids. It's, 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 it's so sad. And they're, oh my gosh, there was this really good comparison um, about back in the day about how they would make um, certain, well, they're like a tribe or whatever. They would make their people wear masks. And it was like, 
it was a sign of being submissive and oh you posted it yes. i reposted it yes. yes what was that that was like it was a sign of being submissive and just basically taking yeah. your identity away yep. from you mm -hmm. and it broke you down as a human being mm -hmm. and it, it's just oh it's heartbreaking oh my god it was a, it's a form of abuse that's what it is mm -hmm. yeah and you know people that it just seems so innocent right now but just wait if we all comply to continue do you think they're going to take away the mass mandate fuck no mm -hmm. They're doubling up masks right now, for fuck's sake, when <laughs> apparently the COVID numbers are going down. They're saying double up. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? It's lit. <sighs> it's crazy to me. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. So I want to know what happened with iHeartRadio because you got let go. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep. Um, okay. So the thing with iHeartRadio, that's, I mean, it's still kind of a mystery in itself, but what my, and this is just me thinking mm -hmm. and I mean, there's a lot of other people that kind of, I mean, a lot of my listeners and a lot of friends that think the same way and, you Which know, we need to add so they know that you used to be a host on yeah, iHeartRadio. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I used to be a morning host on a morning show. It was called Hooker, DB, and Becca. Um, obviously, I was the Becca. Oh, man. <laughs> with the two other guys, Hooker and DB. And, you know, it was, it was a fun little gig. I mean, it was very stressful at times because, I mean, you have three very strong personalities in a room. And the other two personalities um, are very, at least what it seemed to be. I'm not a hundred percent sure because it's like, it's almost like we just don't talk about it because it's politics, but seemed pretty far left, pretty like, you know, all for masks, all for vaccinations. And, you know, even to the point where we talk on the air and it's like, Oh, you need to, if you don't see somebody, and this is like kind of the beginning of COVID, if you don't see somebody wearing a mask. You need to mask shame them really yeah oh yeah and i'm like well how are you allowed to say that but i can't say um guess what the, the covid numbers are off by the way the cdc's wrong i wasn't allowed to say any of that even though technically that did get out on mainstream media but people just tend to forget about it and go over it and just like oh yeah whatever that's just a small little glimpse yeah. well i'm sorry like if the freaking cdc is not even reporting the real numbers and i mean even florida i think it was the state of florida they were wrong by almost a hundred percent. I was like, what? Holy shit. Yeah. And, and I love the governor of Florida. Oh my gosh. He just, he's a fucking honey batter. Mm -hmm. You just don't give a fuck. And I love him. Mm -hmm. He's so cool. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so, you know, I have, when you have two against one, basically yeah. it doesn't, you know, we, you could only fake it for so long and obviously off the air, there was a lot of, um, yeah, in my opinion, it was pretty mentally abusing. Like I would never obviously like, you know, go to the extent to where I'd sue or anything like that. I'm just whatever. Uh, I'm not saying like, don't stick up for yourself, but I just felt like I was in where I was like, I had a year and a half left in contract because I had to sign a three-year contract. Mm -hmm. I was like, All right, I'm just going to stick this contract out. My whole goal was to start my own show anyways like i had that in mind and i already started manifesting it and i didn't Ooh, even realize it wow and i remember telling my, my best friend and, and a couple other close people and i was just like i was miserable yeah. i was i was you know somewhat borderline depressed working there just because the atmosphere you know i was told to shut up shut the fuck up multiple times are you serious oh yeah girl yeah okay. I, was, I really i was i mean i was the new person so i was like okay mm -hmm. i'm just I, i'm the new one this is my first um gig in radio so like when you, when you have that and you're with radio gods, I mean, DB is well known, like everywhere. Everybody knows DB. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But you know, Davy's well known everywhere. And so it's just like, okay, I'm learning. And I and I'm very I will never say I'm not appreciative. I'm so appreciative that I got that gig. Yeah. I'm so appreciative that they did teach me, they did teach me some really great things. I'm not here to dog on them, but I mean, we did butt heads a lot of times and you know, and it, there was a lot of disrespect. There wasn't a lot of respect there. And it was just, oh, well, this is radio. This is what, this is how it is. Everybody, you know, the, it, that was just how it is. It's like, if you want to, if you want to play with the dogs, you got to keep up with the dogs. And that's how it, you know, that was the mentality. Wow. Um, but yeah, so I was, especially when it got to the whole COVID thing. And that's when I was like, I can't, I can't be quiet. And so I would, you know, when we were live, and we worked from home for a few months and it was pre-recorded. So we'd record it and then we, we would submit it to the air. Like, like it was like a 10 minute, 15 minute lag. So if I said something they didn't like, they'd cut it up. But when I went, when we got back into the studio, you couldn't cause we we're live on air. Yeah. So then that's when I really let it go. Yes. And I got in trouble. I got in trouble mm. for a couple of times. I got um, spoke to and you know warning me and showing me my contract saying I can't say certain things and um, there was some things that I shared on my, my personal Facebook but I guess you know apparently when you sign a contract with iHeartRadio they just become yours everything that you had prior to that is theirs so I had to take a few things down um, one of them was like the frontline doctors I think I shared another thing from them like so I had to take some, some things down from my Facebook or I was going to be fired on the spot Wow. But I got to a point where I was fucking tired. I was tired of it. And so then I was really loose lips one week. And then towards the end of that week uh, is when I got a phone call after the show was Friday saying, hey, um, it was by somebody that I, I only knew like vaguely. Um, there was a couple other people that got let go, including my boss, actually, during that week. So oh, really? it looked like, you know, they were just, and I'm doing air quotes right now, downsizing. Mm. Um, they're like, hey, Becca, I'm sorry to say, but, you know, it was a script that he read from iHeartRadio, just mm. very heartless. And we're going to have to let you go. We're downsizing. Oh, really? That that makes a lot of sense yeah. being um, that when I, when I first started with Hooker, DB, and Becca, you know, they were like kind of subpar, right? And I'm not saying that I'm the savior of the show, but when I started, the numbers don't lie. It climbed to number one and it was consistent number one spot. Wow. And when I left, it was a number. I mean, I heard it's like way low now, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm just saying what I heard. Okay. Yeah. And the yeah. show's not as funny. <laughs> uh, not that I'm like, I believe the, it. I, I mean, I, it just, it's, it's nice to have three different personalities. Okay. Now you just have two that are basically the same. Now one has to pretend to be against the other when it's stupid. People can tell when people aren't genuine. And that was one thing that I always stayed true. I was very genuine. And it was what you what you heard is what you got. Mm -hmm. I was always playing me. And I wasn't yeah. playing anybody else. A lot of majority of radio hosts play like a different character. Mm -hmm. There's someone who they're not. And I think that was why we had such great ratings because they're like, oh my gosh, this is something different. You know, this is my first time in radio, so I'm very fresh. Um, I just, I just always stay true to myself. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, so I thought it was really interesting, you know, being let go at, at number one, and I was like, okay. And then after that, everybody was just like, "Show sucks, bring back it back." <laughs> it I was believe really, it, though. It was actually, you know, I felt bad, but then I didn't because I'm like, yeah, well, it's true. Like I, yeah. okay, now you have two just two guys talking about dirty shit. Like you don't have a woman's perspective. You don't have a different personality a different point of view. It's just like, okay, whatever. It's whatever. I think radio is dying anyways. I don't know. 
But oh, I think so too. I mean, obviously, I think it's a blessing in disguise. Like I told you, um, I think I was already manifesting, like moving on. Like I was actually, I remember multiple times I was praying. I was telling my best friend, like crying, saying, I just wish somehow my contract would break. Because if I broke my contract, I get sued. Sure enough, look. Sure. It all works. There's all, there's reasons for everything. And then obviously that really kickstarted my ass and gear to start the Becca Hayes show. And I'm just, I mean, I'm so thankful for where I'm at right now. I can be home with my kids and I can have a studio in my house and I can run it, the show in my house and I can have people come in, like obviously people that I trust and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just great. Oh yeah. It's just it's great. So yeah. So do I think they were downsizing? Do I think iHeart was downsizing? Yeah, I think part of it. But I believe that, you know, one or two, both hosts or whatever complained about me. And uh, that helped give me the boot. So yeah. I think it's part political. Yes. Mm. You know, it's interesting. So before you had me on your, your older podcast, mm-hmm. you sent me one of your recordings and you said, Hey, just check this out before you come on mine. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I remember listening to that and I got a really interesting um, vibe from the other men talking and you, Mm -hmm. you were sharing something really personal. I don't remember what it was. And then the way they were talking to you, I'm like, what the fuck? Like she's sharing something really personal right now. Mm -hmm. And you're, I, I did not connect at all to them as they were speaking, but I was connecting to you. Mm -hmm. And I think when people, when you do podcasts, when you're people see you on, you know, TV or whatever, you can feel it. Oh, you yeah. can, you know, yeah. it's, you can mm-hmm. sense it in people's voices if they are authentic or not. Exactly. And when you're pretending to be someone you're not, like you were saying, people can pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And people are not attracted to that. No, most, most can pick up that it's, it's, yeah, you're coming off as someone you're not. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, uh, I think one of the, I think DB for the most part is genuine. Like he really is who he is, mm-hmm. but I still, I think he fights. I think he fights wanting to be something that, you know, he portrays that he doesn't portray. Uh, I think he goes back and forth, but for the most part, I think, you know, there's a lot of um, genuine little things that comes out with him, but the other main host, I I just think he's completely just BS, BSing. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Mm. But I feel like it's pretty, I mean, common in the world today, right? It is. It's very social media. You see all these influencers, you see, you know, and I think a lot of, you know, it's again, it's common. People are just not tapped into that. More people are tapping into their authenticity and being real mm-hmm. versus portraying someone. Ooh, let's model all these things. I can't and like, yeah. Okay. Where's like, you're human. I love it. And you're hot. And just keep going. Mm-hmm. But let's like, you know, and I, I try not to be okay. <laughs> no, let it out. Sister. I don't want to be like out. judgmental, but I am in a way it's like, people want to see the real you, like what's underneath that. Well, it's it, the sad thing yeah. is it's so hard for people to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's really hard, especially like, I feel like I almost feel like there is somewhat of a movement where oh. people are getting tired of the fakeness, especially mm-hmm. Hollywood. People are really starting to see their true colors come through. <laughs> it's true. Like it's almost like Hollywood starting to just be quiet because they got, yeah. they're in the hot seat. Well, with a lot of things, there's a lot of things going on. There's there. a lot of things going on in Hollywood. Yeah. And so I'm thankful for that. But yeah, just like what you said with the influencer stuff, like I look at them, I'm just like, girl, we know that ain't fucking real. Yeah. Like, come on, let's yeah. be real. Like when I do, when people have me rate their, their product or, you know, I do some product reviews on Instagram or Facebook and 
people ask me to do it. And I always tell them like, you're going to get a real review with me. Are you prepared for that? I'm not going to just because you asked me or just because you pay me. Right. I will always be genuine and authentic. Good. Like I will always be that way. And, and if I don't like your product, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put my name on it. I refuse. Yeah. I don't care how much fucking money you pay me. And I, I told Good Matt for that. You. And I said, listen, whatever deals that we make here, Good. if it's something that I don't like, and if it's something that I don't, doesn't like sit well with me, it doesn't go with my branding, my, what I believe in. I don't want a part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be fake to people because people, they get, they trust you. Yeah. And I, that's the thing I don't get with these influencers. Like you have all these people that trust you. And you're totally steering them the wrong direction. You're totally lying to them. You're, you're, you don't even know who you are. Yeah. And people are starting to catch on. And I think they're starting to just earn for something different and something real and, and authentic. It's fucking powerful right it now. It is. I can feel it in the world. It, it's a shift. You can feel that shift. Big shift. And that's, you know, that's the thing. It's like, and people are, you know, I've had a couple of restaurant owners, like, I think I did. Oh, what was it? Um, is it, oh, what, what, what restaurant was it? Um, I can't think of the name. Astoria Amora. Amora. I don't know. It was a restaurant up in Salt Lake. Love him. Um, the owner's Ed. Okay. And I did some funny story. Yeah. And he he obviously hired all these other influencers, right? And mine got the most views because I was just like, I was being who I was. I was like, I think I was squirting something in a cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was squirting like the insides in a cannoli. You know what I mean? It looked it's creamy. And obviously I'm thinking of cum. Like, so I'm just like, oh, hey, like... <laughs> And I was being comical, like, you know, because that's just my personality. Yes. And I was fucking just going with it, you know, and he, they, they aired it, they shared it and they got the most views of that video and they loved it because I was being yes. what it was. It's like, yeah. y'all are fucking thinking it. I'm, I know mm-hmm. I'm not the only one with the fucking dirty yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like I, oh, and, and this is what the world needs right now. They need humor. They need to laugh. They need to gather. They need to be with each other. They need to see smiles. And like, I'm so fucking tired of the fakeness. Oh gosh. I know. Throw up. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it's so, I mean, it's it's, so true. if you can work, if, you know, if you're listening to this, like, and you're, you're, you're struggling with who you are and don't know who you are, like, just sit back and reevaluate and, and just mm-hmm. fully embrace that. Even if you're like, you got a dark side, what the fuck, who, you will attract people that like that. Yes. Like you attract your audience. Like I lost a ton of people when I started like having a political movement, I lost a ton of people. But that's okay. I, I regained all these powerhouses that are like-minded people. And that's what I want in my group. Like you need that almost reinforcement to keep you going. You do. I, I agree. Well, okay. So since you brought the cum thing, um, considering. <laughs> <laughs> so we have here. <laughs> Speaking of cum. <laughs> We were talking about your, we were talking about a sex book earlier. I want to talk about that. And then we've got your boyfriend here just Mm -hmm. chilling on the couch, Jacob. And like my lover, you guys are so cute. I love you, Jacob. I feel like you should kind of come over here and talk in the mic a little bit. Don't you think? Come here, baby. Oh God. Come he's here. Like, he, he's, a, he's a little tipsy. He, he, calls, he calls it drunk, and we're trying to teach him that it's tipsy, not drunk. Here, yeah. No, sit down. Sit on your lap. I ate, I ate vodka. I <laughs> ate. All right, fine. Just kneel next to me here. Uh, but yeah, the there book you you're talking about. Hey. Yeah. Um, and I talked about this on my my latest podcast, actually. Uh, let me pull it up once again. Yes, pull it up. Well, and while you're pulling that up, let's just touch on this because you guys were sharing earlier that you both were like not even wanting to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You're no. kind of just, you know, yeah, anti-relationship at the time. Well, I feel like he was more so anti. Mm-hmm. I was more like just not looking. 
I was, I feel like I was always kind of just like, Hey, if it happens, it happens. I was open to it. And I think that's important to always be open to whatever, whatever the universe throws at you. But with Jacob, he was just like, I mean, he's had some bad, <laughs> I mean, we all have, right. We've all had bad experiences. I've had bad, bad experiences, but you really had some gnarly ones. I'm, we're not going to get into that. Don't give me that look. He's so, like, <laughs> but, no, but you, yeah, you were like, never again. Right. Isn't that what you said, babe? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, I'm done. I'm done with this. And like, so you and I connected like um, at a friendship level and it was just really cool to actually have a guy. And I told him multiple times, I'm like, once our friendship progressed and I started having him over like parties and get togethers and gatherings, I'm like, I can't believe that you haven't hit on me. And I, and I'm totally not even thinking like, apparently he took that. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what do you mean? What did I say? You were like, you're the only guy that hasn't like tried to sleep with me. And I appreciate that so much. <laughs> and then we hang out at the gala and you're like, you're drunk. You're sleeping over. All right. <laughs> so we're, we're sleeping in your bed. You're like, pop in. <laughs> and then like in the morning, you're like, wow, like we didn't do anything. Like, and the yeah. whole night, Becca, you're probably like, like is he going to hit on me? You drew a line. Like, I'm not going to cross that. Like, Well, no man respects Aww. that. But yeah. Your normal men don't usually. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, yeah. Yeah, we slept in the bed twice, and he didn't make a move mm. on me. Yeah. And I just was like, well, I started obviously getting feelings for him. Like, I think I was in Florida, right? It's when I... That's right. Yeah. That's, I was, okay. Yeah, I was in Florida, and it's actually a funny story. My friend Kara and I... Blair was passed out drunk because we had like a really long night the night before <laughs> and she was passed out. And so Karen and I are up board in Blair's house. Like, I think it's like 10 AM and we don't know what to do. Cause she's like, she's obviously going to sleep for like 10 more hours. And so we're like, what do we do? Well, we found some wine. And then I think, did we have pizza going too? Or maybe it was just straight up wine. I think we were having wine for breakfast <laughs> and we're drinking in Blair's Blair was sleeping in the guest room. We're sitting both in Blair's bedroom, just drink, getting drunk at 10 AM in Florida. You know, I'm on vacation, whatever. Yeah. And, we FaceTime. Well, Kara had a crush on this one over here, Jacob. Really? Oh yeah, she thinks she's. She keeps saying she's like, when you're done, you let me know. I was like, oh girl, I ain't not gonna be done with this one. This is a rare find, okay? Yeah. And so we, you know, obviously FaceTime Jacob, and we're fucking just smashed at 10 a.m. and totally just didn't judge me, just like was there and just having fun with us. And I thought that was so cool because um, I. You know, when I, my past relationships, it's like, oh, Becca, are you doing this? What? It's just like, they would never really let me fully embrace who I am. I always had to like, kind of like hold back a little bit and it bothered me. And with Jacob, I feel like he's like, Hey, this is, I knew who you were before I signed up for this and I'm totally gonna, you know, not only just embrace who you are, but I'm going to help you like uplift you and, and stand by you. And I think that's such an amazing quality, especially, you know. Yeah. And, and this man. Right yeah. here. Well, and I feel like you manifested that. I mean, if you I think did. about it by, by getting let go from iHeartRadio, yeah. energetically, you wouldn't have been ready for him. If you really think about that. This is true. I would have been stressed. You, because yeah. when you, when you're in that high stress, you know, environment mm -hmm. and it's constant, they're saying That's all you can things. think about. Ener energetically that, that takes you as a person. Drains you. It drains you as a human mm -hmm. being. So attracting someone like Jacob into your life at that time, it wouldn't have lined up. You were in the relationship you were in at the time. So were you because you were at that job, mm -hmm. this COVID situation, mm -hmm. you've like fucking stepped into your fucking power and manifested all this shit. And I hope you see that because that's fucking powerful. Yeah, girl, preach. I'm preach. serious. I, I mean, thank like, you. This is all lined up.
And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, you don't make me cry right now. Holy shit. I haven't had enough wine for this. Oh, yeah. Buddy, you're so sweet. <laughs> it's really cool to see this. And I think sometimes we, you know, we take all these little things so lightly in life mm -hmm. who we run into the COVID, the, you know, you guys building a great friendship. We take it lightly, but really it's like, holy fucking shit. Mm -hmm. It's all lined you up so perfectly to be together. It really. And it's, oh it's, my God. it's scary because you, that's the last thing on my mind is when I'm not, I guess a job job, like I'm where, you know, where I'm getting paid by somebody else. Like I'm having to go out and hustle and get and get my sponsors and all this shit. Well, it's, it's scary. It's a scary feeling. Like there's no way that I'm like, I can do a relationship now, but I'm fucking doing it. And I, I don't even know how I'm doing it. I'm literally like, I, this, everything is blows my mind. Like Jacob, I, Jacob and I, like every day almost we're like, we just can't grasp what's going on. We still like, is this a dream? Like we still can't comprehend it. And it's just, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you having fun, Jacob? Yeah. Like, like too much. It's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's embarrassing. Yeah, that's too good. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're that couple now. We post <laughs> gross shit. Like, oh, so love. <laughs> you guys do it. I love it so much. Yeah. Our texts are just, just awful. They're disgusting. They're so gross. But I love them. Yeah. I love yeah, you. Oh, yes. I get it. God. So, okay. Let's talk about this sex book you were telling me. Yes. Okay. I have it pulled up mm. right now. Hang on. Look at that. I got the wine girls getting rowdy. They're blowing up my phone. They're like, wine, wine, wine. I'm drunk too. Um, I got to introduce you to these girls. They're mm -hmm. so much fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the book is actually called 101 Nights of Great Sex. It's by Laura Korn. And she actually has an Instagram. I, ta um, I tagged her on my, my latest post. But so that book is fun because you tear out. So there's, there's for his eyes, for her eyes only. Mm -hmm. And so when I want to plan a fun, sexy night, I tear that out and I, and then literally it has everything. It's like, you need this tells you what you need. Mm -hmm. Like our, our one that we just did. No, <laughs> obviously I tore it out. I said for her, her eyes only. And I surprised him. He came home with groceries. Oh, I like the sound of it. I just said, you came home. Oh, that's great. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> it was like it was like our valentine's you know we celebrated on a friday and he came over and i was cooking for him and, but i i put on the sexy lingerie i had high heels on the pantyhose and like totally just looking fucking hot and he came through the door and he had like literally his arms full of groceries he's, he's one of those people just like me where we don't take second trips we just grab it, all of it out of the car of and so he had it and he just literally like like i was sitting on a chair with the sexy music as he walked in with the belt in my hand okay oh, i'm just gonna tell you all right now mm. for the thing that i did what was it called do you remember what it was called coming undone oh it's called coming undone wow. and it was you need a, a chair and a belt and that's all you need so i <laughs> belt in my hand. Ideally, I would take the belt off him. I would use his own belt, yeah. but this one forgot a belt halfway home. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, I forgot a belt. I was like, I'll go grab one. <laughs> uh, luckily, I had one over my closet. But yeah, usually you take the guy's belt like this one for instance you take his belt off and then you like have fun with it oh but yeah we turned into a rodeo right? Oh. Did, did you enjoy it? Yeah it was wonderful. It was, yeah Ooh. it was so good. Oh my god <laughs> that is amazing but, but he tore a page out of the book as well and he's gonna I'm sure you've got something planned right babe? I do yeah what's yours called? Do you remember it? I don't know what it's called. But what is it? Sorry. Okay well what does it have like 
Does it? What's the ingredients? You yeah. wish. I can't tell. Oh, you come on, tell me. I can't do it. Ah. Anyways, oh, this book is so much fun. Ooh, well, it sounds fun. So you just kind of take turns. You take turns, yeah. Okay. And you just and like some. Yeah. It'll say in the cover like if it's gonna cost money or if you're gonna do it in a hotel. Yes. Like literally, it's it's so cool how she has it all. Like she tells you step by step. And she she helps you with the confidence too. There's some that like require a lot of confidence. Like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. There's one that's like a porn star one where you actually like get off in front oh. of your man. <gasps> I can't do that now because I already talked about it on the, on the podcast. Like I have one page only is all I've seen, the one I've torn out. I haven't done yet. Yeah. But it walks you through every single thing you're gonna do. Oh my God. So it's not even weird or awkward yeah. almost. Because you're being told what to do. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. It's cool. I just I so love basically, if you want to spice things up, oh. you got to get this book. Every I mean, especially married couples, okay. we know once you got married, like it, it dies. A it does. Bit. Even as much as like if your enthusiasm mm -hmm. is still there, like it's still gonna die a little bit. Yeah. Especially then you add kids in the factor. Then you add like being tired from work. Like you just need this. Like every mm -hmm. couple needs this. Always yeah. date your spouse through and through. And it's just, it's fun. I mean, we, we don't have dull sex life right now, like, but it's just fun. It's fun to mix it up. Well, yeah. You're just creating your relationship right now and keeping mm -hmm. the adventure fucking alive. Yeah, I know. And I yeah. love that. You're literally just creating whatever the fuck mm -hmm. you want. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. <gasps> you guys are so cute. <laughs> oh my God. Tell I, tell <laughs> I can't tell you about it. Oh my gosh, babe. I love when he puts my glasses on. He's so hot. So Okay, so this has been amazing. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add? Mm. Um, you know what? Just freaking live your life, be present. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that I think Jacob and I are like really good at like expressing is live in the moment, be present and just enjoy every day as it comes. I mean, really like there's so many things, especially like all of a sudden if you get illnesses or something happens, then you go back and you're like, gosh, I wish I would have done all this. Like you don't want to have that. You want to just live in the moment, be present every time and just really just embrace everything. And I think that's something that we're, we're learning. I think it's obviously it's a, a learned thing. It's practice. You have to practice it every day. And I just, I love that we both kind of have that, that mindset. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say, Jacob? No? no. You're just going to look hot with my glasses on. You let me go. I love you. Oh, you guys. I was going to say, stop it, but don't stop. Don't. I'm telling you, girl, like everybody can have what we have, this, mm -hmm. this love. It's put yourself in the right mindset. Mine is so amazing. Like it's powerful. Like I said, like I didn't even realize this, but I, I did. I mean, especially you brought it up. I manifested him. Mm -hmm. I didn't even freaking realize it, but I really, I was hopeful. I had an open heart and I knew the type of man that I wanted. And I always like kept that in them. Like freaking make a vision board of the type of man you want, the yeah. qualities. It, fuck. It'll come. It will come to pass it for will. sure. It will happen. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome. So, so this has been amazing. Thank you. So much for coming on. Oh, hell yeah. And, and I, we need to get you on the Becca Hayes show, yes. too. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Let's We've do fun. it. I'll yes. buy the wine, girl. Okay. I'll get you wind up. Oh, shit. Wind up. Oh, I love that. There? What? Oh, God. I'm funny. I love you. Okay, I'm girl. <laughs>